kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. On Wednesday, September 28, 2022, Lizzo visited the Library of Congress as their guest and was treated to the largest flute collection in the world. The instrument she played, and indeed the very act of playing it, are worth noting. Lizzo is the three-time Grammy Award-winning musician and superstar behind hits like About Damn Time, Good As Hell, and To Be Loved, Am I Ready? And her music is everywhere. Her music is catchy, her message is body and identity positive, and her presence changes spaces. Lizzo was recently touring through the Washington, D.C. area, and so Carla Hayden, the 14th Librarian of Congress and the first African-American and first woman to hold the position, shared the following in a tweet on September 23, 2022. Quote, The Library of Congress has the largest flute collection in the world, with more than 1,800. It includes President James Madison's 1813 crystal flute. At Lizzo, we would love for you to come see it and even play a couple when you are in D.C. next week. Like your song, they are good as hell. End quote. The next day, Lizzo replied in all caps, I'm coming, Carla, and I'm playing that crystal flute. The Library of Congress is our national library. It is the largest library in the world and contains over 173 million items, including books, instruments, works of art, historic artifacts, and other memorabilia. Many of the items in the Library of Congress were donated, and many of the instruments that have been donated have, at the request of the donor, been played by members of the public on occasion. And what about James Madison's 1813 crystal flute? Claude Laurent was a watchmaker and mechanic in Paris in the early 1800s. Laurent invented the technology to produce glass flutes and, according to the Met, quote, he used lead crystal and other types of glass to make white, cobalt blue, and uranium green flutes. He patented the glass flute in 1806, and only 185 of Laurent's glass flutes are known to exist today. Twenty are housed in the flute vault in the Library of Congress. Yes, they have a flute vault. Claude Laurent made a crystal flute for President James Madison, the fourth president of the United States, in 1813. The flute was later rescued by First Lady Dolly Madison in 1814 when the British invaded Washington, D.C. during the War of 1812. But what does any of this have to do with Lizzo? Lizzo is a classically trained flutist, or flautist if you prefer. In fact, she's been classically trained on the flute since she was 10 years old. She played the flute in the marching band while she was a student at the University of Houston, She's played publicly and professionally numerous times, including with the New York Philharmonic. And when she plays, well, rather than give you my words, why don't we instead 
share what others in the Great Hall at the Library of Congress heard that day. Lizzo asked the Library of Congress if she might be able to play the flute at her concert in D.C. that evening. And, in front of a crowd of around 20,000 at the Capitol Arena in Washington, D.C., she broke mid-set, addressing the audience, quote, I want everybody to make some noise for James Madison's crystal flute, y'all. An extensive security detail that involved transporting the instrument safely and with support of the Capitol Police from the Library of Congress to the venue reached its climax as library curator Carol Lynn Ward Bamford walked the instrument on stage and handed it to Lizzo. As the applause rose to levels that crystal flute has never been exposed to previously. She played a few notes on the flute, trilling the instrument, which is when you go back and forth between two notes quickly. And then she added in her signature twerk, and the crowd roared in cheers. There is so much right with this moment, so much beauty, so much worth noting. See what I see? I bet you do. Here's what I see. I see a musician on stage in front of thousands of people, and she plays an instrument that many kids are exposed to in the fourth or fifth grade when they first get the opportunity to join band and learn an instrument. I see that visibility for the performing arts and learning an instrument and for committing years and years of practice into developing a skill that then gets shared with others. I see a historical artifact that, until this moment, most of us probably didn't even know existed. But because Carla Hayden and the Library of Congress reached out, and because Lizzo reached back, and because they photographed and recorded the moment— now many, many of us will not soon forget. I see the Library of Congress reminding us all, not just of the importance of libraries and the stories and histories they keep, but of the deep value of sharing and educating and connecting all of us, especially those who may never visit or may never access the items the Library of Congress keeps safe. I see a rare and beautiful flute owned by our fourth president, but never played. That president who owned slaves, as did eight more of the first twelve presidents. And I admire the symbolism of the moment when the librarian of Congress, a black woman, invited a renowned and respected performer and black woman to make such beautiful music on that crystal flute. Visibility in the arts has a huge impact. You see making music or creating art or performing on a stage or in a theater, and if it's just the right music, or if the painting looks just the right way, 
or if the performance hits you at just the right time, you're moved. You're changed. Something is connected with you that sticks. And not only does it stick, but sometimes it beckons you to make or create as well. So here's your homework. Be open. Try playing that instrument. Try painting or drawing or sculpting in that different style. Try visiting a museum, not to learn anything at all, but to be called to wonder. Let the music you make sound like trying, even if it doesn't yet sound like music to your ears. Let the art you make feel like creating, even if it doesn't yet look gallery-ready. There is a crystal flute moment waiting for you in your life. I just know it. But it takes pursuit and failure and perseverance to get to it. And it starts with being open. I'm Matthew, and this is Worth Noting. This episode of Worth Noting was written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory, and this show was brought to you by A Kids Co. If you've enjoyed the show, consider giving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Listen to other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cozy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.